This ESPN Chicago podcast is brought to you by Cover 5, the free-to-play sports game. This week, Cover 5 is giving you a shot at $50,000. How? Download the Cover 5 app or go to Cover5.com. Pick five games against the spread. And in week five, if you make the perfect five picks, you win $50,000. Cover5.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. Be sure to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app at 100.3 HD2. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host, Jeff Meller, with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776 if you'd like to participate. That's the number you need to call if you have a fantasy football lineup decision that you would like help with. We can talk it through, try and give you the best opportunity to get that dub today here in Week 5 after a very sluggish Thursday nighter between the Broncos and Colts that has, I think, a lot of Russell Wilson fantasy football owners out there very apoplectic and concerned about their quarterback situation. We may delve into that a little bit later on, but of course, it's Sunday morning. It's week five. We have ourselves another London game. How about that? Oh, yes, a little Zivon for you here on a Sunday morning. How can it get any better? That one's for you, good good, good kid, Johnny Yerkovich, a big Zivon fan. All right, so in London today, kicking things off very early, about, let's call it 28 minutes from right now, we have the New York Giants playing against the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, no real huge injuries of notes here in this one that we weren't already aware of expecting to play out the way they did. I think um, the biggest thing is that the Giants continue to, and what we saw from them as Chicago Bears fans here in the city, what we saw from the Giants, they are, again, down virtually every interesting receiver. So the passing game for the Giants is essentially off the table. Hopefully you're not relying upon Daniel Jones in a super flex league because I don't want any part of that, of course, dealing with the uh, injuries his of him, himself. But yes, of course, uh, Wandale Robinson, Kadarius Tony, and Kenny Galladay all ruled out for today's game. But again, at this point, hopefully you weren't even considering starting any Giants receivers. As for the Packers, maybe Lazard was the only one, Alan Lazard, that we were maybe concerned about. But it looks like he is a go today, so uh, you're in good shape there. Otherwise, Rodgers, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Romeo Dobbs... Get those guys into your lineup. Make sure they're locked in, ready to go, because we do, again, have that 8.30 kick in London. I will continue to keep you up to date of any scores that happen before we're out of here at 9 o'clock. Don't forget Xander and Hanley coming your way at 9, and then I'll be back along with Dion Miller at 10 o'clock for two hours with your Bears pregame coverage here on ESPN 1000. All right, to the rest of the NFL, let's uh, get things started here in Detroit. 
Throws. End zone. Touchdown. Ottawa. St. Brown. So this one's a big one. It actually looks like there's a pretty good chance right now that Amon Ra St. Brown is going to play for the Lions. Now, he's listed as questionable, and I think there's some concern. Or I know there's some concern, but because the fact that the Lions have the bye week in week six, it seems logical that they might give Amon Ra the extra week off to get healthy with that ankle injury he's dealing with. They are doing that with DeAndre Swift for sure, but all reports, specifically Tom Pelissero, are saying that uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is expected to play today against the Patriots. Now, that is a noon kick, so that's very good news because we will get the inactives around 10.30, and you can go ahead and confirm that Amon Ross St. Brown is active today. But it appears that that is going to be the case, so I think cautiously, optimistically, you can go ahead and uh, slot Amon Ross St. Brown into your lineup. Six first downs on this drive. Little push pass to Kamara. He is in for the touchdown. Elvin Kamara dealing with that rib injury. Of course, he was the surprise inactive that probably was disastrous for a lot of folks last week because, of course, the Saints were playing the Vikings in London. And you may have gotten caught with Kamara stuck in your lineup if you overslept or you just slept in, not overslept, but if you just slept in on your Sunday morning there and weren't aware of it, well, you might have got caught with a inactive player locked into your lineup. Well, good news is Kamara is expected to be back for the Saints today with that rib injury as they take on the Seattle Seahawks at home in New Orleans. We do know that Michael Thomas will be out for the Saints, but Kamara, I think at this point, you might be in a spot, too, where you're actually considering keeping Kamara on your bench until you see something. And I can understand that. I will say in PPR formats, I have a hard time not using Kamara, even if you have some pretty solid running back options. But I can understand if you wanted to wait it out and see him give you a productive game before you got him back into your lineup. But he is active today, so that is good news for Kamara owners out there. Rashad Penny was removed from the injury report on Friday. I know he was dealing with a shoulder injury that was a little bit concerning on Thursday, but completely removed, so he is set to go for Seattle. And, of course, DK Metcalf, as long as he doesn't have a tummy ache, he will be out there for the full one against the Saints today. Fourth down, hooks a pass, a fastball, caught! Keenan Allen, hot throw, handled for the touchdown. Keenan Allen set to miss yet another game for the Chargers today. That is, of course, a blow for Keenan Allen owners. Although, Justin Herbert hasn't really missed much of a beat without Keenan Allen. So, that's the good news. I, I would, I guess I would say, if anything, the rib injury that he suffered was the bigger issue for him that one week against Jacksonville rather than anything else. But Justin Herbert... Last week came back, looked good. He's a must-start in your lineup. Looks like he's good to go again against Cleveland today. Um, I think the biggest takeaway here for me is that Mike Williams, although he's inconsistent at times, without Keenan Allen, I think he's he's pretty much a must-start for you because the big game potential is there for him. So even though there was one clunker in there without Keenan Allen, I have a hard time not using Mike Williams in my lineup when Keenan Allen is not available for the Chargers. And Gerald Everett at this point, if he hasn't 
made his way into your lineup as a starting tight end. Um, I think he also benefits greatly without the presence of Keenan Allen. Play clock near one. Corner of the end zone. One-handed try. He got it. Touchdown, Lamb. What a catch. So we were certainly concerned when all of a sudden C.D. Lamb popped up on the injury report this past Wednesday, but with a groin injury. But the good news is he, along with Tony Pollard, are both expected to play against the Rams today. So that is good news. Go ahead and use C.D. Lamb. As we're seeing, he has definitely stepped up with Cooper Rush under center for the Cowboys. So I think that's good news. Of course, the Rams, they've been a solid defensive unit, but nothing that you're going to shy away from, I'm sure. Jalen Ramsey will be on CeeDee Lamb quite a bit, but I'd really have a hard time not using CeeDee Lamb at this point. Um, I know folks were a little bit concerned early in the season, but I think CeeDee Lamb has proven to you why he was, you know, a top three-round pick in fantasy football. So go ahead and use CeeDee Lamb today. And Snell hasn't seen a ton of time. That was just his 16th offensive snap this year. Now Roethlisberger's going to air it out. And it's caught in stride. Deontay Johnson. 50-yard touchdown strike. So Deontay Johnson popped up on the injury report as well. He's expected to go today. Now the problem for him is that he's going up against a Buffalo Bills defense that has absolutely shut down receivers and passing games that they've faced. Now the good news for Deontay Johnson owners is that help can be on the way potentially with Kenny Pickett getting the start for the Steelers, and I think that only stands to help the entire offense. Don, uh, not just Deontay Johnson, but also Najee Harris, I think, stands to benefit greatly from a quarterback that can hopefully test the defenses down the field a little bit more than Mitch Trubisky was willing to do. So that's the good news there, and I will say what you saw from... I guess, if anything, Deontay Johnson, the bigger issue for him is potentially George Pickens, who developed a nice rapport with Kenny Pickett during preseason, you'd say, imagine, because for the most part, uh, as the, you know, the twos and threes ran uh, in preseason there, they were kind of developing a chemistry there. So I think that's the bigger issue for Deontay Johnson as a fantasy player, is that his numbers might be lacking just a little bit because of the emergence of George Pickens. From the one, it is Robinson, and he is in for a Commanders touchdown. Yeah, baby. That's what I am talking about. Yeah, baby. Great news. Brian Robinson, who suffered multiple gunshot wounds in his leg in the preseason, has been removed from injured reserve for Washington. He's set to go today now. He's expected to be limited. They're not just going to throw him out there and immediately make him the bell cow back. But based on what we saw during the preseason, uh, I think there's reason to be optimistic about Brian Robinson. If he's available on your waiver wire, I would say immediately go grab him this morning before he actually gets out onto the field because we have a potential starting running back in the midst here in Brian Robinson. So make sure that he is owned in your league because that's an easy way to grab a guy who could potentially be floating uh, around out there on your waiver wire. So make sure he's added because he's worth the 
worth the ad just on the basis of he could be your starting running back. This is a blow, of course, for Antonio Gibson. Now, I'm not saying to go ahead and start Brian Robinson this week. I want to wait and see. I don't immediately expect him to see, you know, 15 to 20 touches. That's coming down the road, I believe. But Brian Robinson is a must-add in every league. He needs to be on a roster in your league somewhere. And if he's not, make sure you're the one who goes out and adds him. Of course, Antonio Gibson, you can... You can use him this week if you're desperate, but I think his days are set to be numbered here in Washington. If anything, he's more likely to, you know, be worked in for the every third or fourth series. I think if Brian Robinson can show you what he did during the preseason. Second and 20. Montgomery tries to get some of it back, and he will. A lot more. He's going to get the first down. What a run by Montgomery for 28 yards. All right, so Bears fans, good news. There is optimism surrounding David Montgomery returning today in Minnesota as they take on the Vikings. Now, we will, of course, keep you up to date on everything, including those inactives at 1030 when Dion and I will have your Bears pregame coverage for you. But it looks like David Montgomery, as long as he doesn't have any setbacks, is going to start. That's a blow for anybody who's been relying on Khalil Herbert. So that one hurts, but... Good news for Bears fans, as it looks like David Montgomery will hopefully return for the Bears today. Brian throwing, corner of the end zone, touchdown! The rookie Kyle Pitts, his first NFL touchdown. Kyle Pitts, owners, I got nothing for you. He's out already with that hamstring injury. There is no alternative to use on Atlanta at this point as a tight end. Hopefully you have been, I mean, I know you've been struggling because you've been relying on Kyle Pitts, but the reality is him being out, maybe it gives you an option to look somewhere else and not even worry about putting Pitts on your bench. And then maybe once he actually does return from injury, you can go ahead and start watching him be productive. But at this point, he's been one of the biggest disappointments in all of fantasy football. Over the middle, got his man. Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill were both listed as questionable, but both are expected to play for the Dolphins today against the Jets. Noon kick there, and with Teddy Bridgewater under center, I don't think it's a huge blow. I think you can actually start them both comfortably because I don't think, even though Tua is extremely accurate, I don't think the drop-off from Tua to Teddy Bridgewater is so much that you would ever not use Waddle at this point. He's proven he's a game breaker, so go ahead and use Jalen Waddle today. First and ten. Oh, and he's got Peyton after the races. Chased by Holland. Chased on the play by Howard. And here he goes. Touchdown. Wow. 75 yards. The wow factor from Kevin Harlan there. Rashad Bateman has been dynamic, but he hasn't given you enough volume. Well, tonight he will not be available for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens as they host the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday Night Football. So go ahead and remove Rashad Bateman from your lineup. You know, I I don't think I feel comfortable using Devin DuVernay for the Ravens just yet. Still think it's too... Uh, bang or bust mentality from him right now. So I would not use DuVernay, even though he stands to benefit the most. Uh, J.K. Dobbins expected to play tonight for the Ravens. You saw what he's capable of. And Gus Edwards was removed from 
injured reserve. He's now in that 21-day window where they can determine whether they're going to bring him off. So that's good news for Gus Edwards. Probably bad news for J.K. Dobbins owners out there if and when he does finally come back, although we don't expect that to be tonight. Um, also, on the other side of the football, Cincinnati Bengals. Looks like T. Higgins is going to be a go for the Bengals. So good news there. Start him comfortably in your lineup tonight. Carr looking left, throwing left, corner of the end zone. It is caught. They get down in time. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro has cleared concussion protocol, and I do have an update regarding concussion protocol and the changes from the NFL and NFLPA that are going to be put in place starting today for today's games regarding concussion protocol. So, But um, Hunter Renfro is set to return for Vegas tomorrow night as they visit the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Um, so go ahead. I think use Renfro in PPR formats. Standard scoring, I'd probably wait a bit. I want to see him do a little more with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs all kind of eating and that leaving, you know, only scraps for Renfro at this point. So again, in PPR, I could use Renfro, but I would shy away just a little bit in standard scoring for him. And for the Chiefs, I think the big takeaway, no real injuries of note for them. I will say, though, Isaiah Pacheco is somebody who probably should be added at this point. You've seen him a couple of games now look pretty good when he's gotten the opportunity. And I I don't want to start Pacheco, but I do think at this point you need to go ahead and add him because he runs angry, looks strong when he gets the ball. And if anything should happen to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think Pacheco would be the one who benefits the most. Although it would still be a little bit cloudy with Jarek McKinnon there as well. But I think Pacheco does need to be owned in deeper leagues. All right, there's all your injury news that you need to be aware of on this Sunday morning. I'm Jeff Meller. 312-332-3776. If you want to have your fantasy football question answered, we'll dive deep. Again, 312-332-3776. Go ahead and call now. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey. Last chance to go ahead and make any changes with your Packers or Giants as that game set to kick off seven minutes from now in London, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, going back-to-back weeks here, Giants and Packers. Interesting for Bears fans. We'll be monitoring that one throughout the show and throughout our pregame coverage, and I'm sure Xander and Hanley from 9 to 10 will uh, keep an eye on that one as well as they get you set for Bears and Vikings, just like Dion Miller and I will do from 10 to noon today. This is the Fantasy Football Show, presented by Tullamardew, Fine Irish Whiskey, and, of course, our friends at Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Thank you to our fine, fine partners there, always, for all the great support from them. All right, 312-332-3776. It's your turn. This is where we go through, take your calls on anything related to fantasy football. If you've got a question, hit me up. On Twitter as well, at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Let's go on out to Jacksonville this morning and say hello to Jake, who's on ESPN 1000. Jake, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Uh, I have um, 
flex option available for Kirk or Lazard. And I just wanted to know what you thought of that. And then I also had another league super flex, Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones. So, yeah, Jake, I would use uh, – I'll get this one quickly because it's going to lock probably soon on you. I would use Christian Kirk at this point. I like Lazard, but Romeo Dobbs is kind of asserting himself a little bit in this role, even though Lazard's kind of the red zone target, it seems like. I st- Christian Kirk, I think, has proven that he is Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence's number one option. So I'd go ahead and use Christian Kirk in that scenario. And then, I, you know, Carson Wentz pretty easily for me, even though – He's um, a bit of a head-scratcher as an actual NFL quarterback. I don't think using Carson Wentz in fantasy is really a terrible problem. Quite often he surprises you with some pretty solid numbers, especially if Washington finds themselves behind in a game. He's got some ability to you know, take advantage of McLaurin, of course, and uh, I'm uh, Curtis Samuel. I did not mention at the outset, Jahan Dotson is going to be out today for Washington. So if uh, you were on the fence about considering using Curtis Samuel or Terry McLaurin, I think the absence of Dotson is actually those two greatly benefit. Now, Logan Thomas is a game-time decision. So again, that just plays, I think, to the to the usage of both Samuel and McLaurin at this point, but um, Logan Thomas, if he is out there, maybe someone you could consider using instead of Kyle Pitts if you're in that uh, scenario. But uh, yeah, I'd go ahead and use Carson Wentz and don't really worry about it from there. Let's try AJ, who's in Westchester. AJ, you're on the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. What's going on? Oh, hey, I need uh, one running back and a PPR, and I got um, Khalil Herbert, Chase Edmonds or Antonio Gibson, and I just picked up James Conner. Ooh, interesting. Um, I'm surprised. I need one. So of those options, you know, I think even though it's a tough matchup with Philly, I'm going to say I would use uh, Conner. Now Edmonds intrigues me a little bit, but the uh, the other you know the other two that you uh, mentioned there, and Khalil Herbert and Antonio Gibson. I think what we've t- we talked about at this. Outside of the show, the return of Montgomery and Brian Robinson for Washington, I think that kind of hinders what you're going to be seeing from Gibson and Herbert. So those guys are the easy cross-offs. But I'm surprised that James Conner was made available in your league. And even though it's been a disappointing year from him so far, I think you, I would go ahead and use James Conner uh, at home against Philly today over um, uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah, great. All right, All thanks. Right. Thank you, AJ, for the call. Do appreciate it. Let's try our buddy Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. David, what's up? Happy Sunday morning to you, my friend. Hey, Dave, can you hear me? Dave. Let's put Dave's not there. Dave's not there. That's a rarity for Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. But let's. uh, I'll put him on hold and go back to him because he usually is. Uh, a good, a, a steady caller who knows the drill. So I'm wondering if something's up with his phone line there. We'll get back to him, though, in a moment. 312-332-3776. Let's try another fave, Mike in Mount Prospect. Mikey, what's going on, man? Hey, 
Jeff, I'm telling you, your uh, injury, excellent injury report this morning covered my entire team piece. Beautiful. That's what we try and do, Mike. Thanks as always. I am, I, I've been doing this for tw- uh, 22 years, and I've never started off one and three. It's terrible. Oh, no. I, you know, I, I had Camara and St. Brown uh, losing two weeks there. This week I lose Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Kyle Pitts and Rashad Bateman. So I've got literally nobody on my bench in case yes, Lamb or, or St. Brown or Kamara go out. An absolute uh, infirmary for you there, Mike. You need a oh new God, Mike. Mike next year, next year on the list of uh, changes, Mike yeah. Mount Prospect. You need an entire new training staff for your fantasy football squad. Can't have that repeating itself next year. <laughs> well, we got two IR spots, but I mean, we've done that since the beginning of COVID three years sure. ago. And it's still not enough, you know? Without, yeah. Oh, my God. No, you, so you, got, you've been snake-bitten for sure based on what you just oh, said. Oh, there's there. no question. There's no question. So if I lose a, a, a two of these wide receivers, Lamb or St. Brown, sounds like they're going to play, which is great news. You made me feel so good this morning. Um, I got Penny, Akers, and Henderson as the only guys that are healthy on my bench. I could also pick up uh, McKenzie to replace a wide receiver if I had to. So PPR league. So, one of these guys go down. So you said Penny, Akers, and Henderson? And Henderson. I picked up Henderson last week. You need two of those three or one of those three? No, no, no. In case – I don't need anybody right now. If Lamb, Kamara, and St. Brown all play. Yeah. But if I lose one, I'm going to have to get a receiver. And the only guy I could pick up is McKenzie. Yeah, I mean, you know, Isaiah McKenzie stands to benefit in Buffalo a little bit. So it's not a a terrible idea there. Yeah. but, yeah, I mean, the Rams running back situation is, is kind of a mess, clearly. It's the entire offensive line that's problematic. So I don't think you feel comfortable using um, Akers or Henderson at this point. you know. But you did bring up, too, uh, Mike, uh, Rashad Penny, which, you know, I, I have a hard time quitting him. When he is healthy, it oh, is yeah. a situation where he just – he he blows. He's got those blow up weeks in him, and so I usually try and find a way to put him in my flex or my RB two spot, unless I'm absolutely loaded. So um, I just wanted to note him because you know you saw last week what he's capable of. We saw the final six weeks of the season he was you know a dominant running back, um, RB one and slash two in most scoring formats at the end of the year last year. So um, continue to use Rashad Penny because I think as long as he's healthy, Seattle's going to ride him, and um, stay away from those Rams running backs, Mike. Uh, bless your heart, man. I lo- love you guys. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, As- Justin, too. Thank you. Shout out to Justin. So thank Justin. <laughs> You got it. Thank you, Mike, as always, for the call. Do appreciate it. 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Miller. This is the Fantasy Football Show again every Sunday from 8 to 9 a.m. as we get you set with your fantasy football lineup, helping you get that dub. I see you guys, Dave, Ryan, Steve, Jordan, everybody else on hold. Don't worry. I promise we'll get to you when we come back. Again, 312-332-3776. Your chance to jump on in the Fantasy Football Show presented by Telemore Dew. Fine Irish whiskey. Woohoo is right. Little blur song number two for you as we have ourselves. A London affair, Giants and Packers underway. Things have kicked off, but no early score. We're only uh, 90 seconds into that game, though, as the Packers have the ball in that one in London. So hopefully you go ahead and got your lineup set. 
312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller here on the Fantasy Football Show, as I always am, every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., making sure that you are set with your fantasy football lineup. All right, here we go as I continue to take your calls again. 312-332-3776. Let's head on out to Wheaton and say good morning to Steve. Steve, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, good morning. I have a. Uh, I had Cordell as uh, Patterson as my running back. I had to put him on an IR. So the rough question is I have a PPR league, and I have James Conner where I picked up Pacheco from the Chiefs. And I know James Conner's playing against uh, that Eagles defense, so I need to know who I should start today. I'll hang yeah. up and listen to you. No problem. Thank you, Steve, for the call. So, yes, uh, as I mentioned, I do like Isaiah Pacheco Excuse me, um, as a, a grab, an option there. But this is, too, where I always uh, try and make sure that I'm clear with how I'm playing it. So Pacheco is still clearly, you know, two slash three on the depth chart because Jarek McKinnon works his way in. But I think if you saw Pacheco last week against the Buccaneers, you saw that the way he runs is impressive. And so I wouldn't be surprised at all if he continues to kind of siphon away some carries from Clyde Edwards-Alaire and McKinnon and works his way in. Now, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is scoring at an absolutely ridiculous rate at this point. It's not sustainable for him to continue to score touchdowns the way he's doing it right now, at least not on the limited number of touches that he's getting. Right now, he's got 41 carries and two touchdowns scored, but the bigger point of contention is the receiving numbers, too, that he's piled up at this point. He has three receiving touchdowns on just 13 catches. So... You know, when you're talking five touchdowns on 55 total touches, that's probably not sustainable for the longer period of time. So, And the truth is that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is essentially a direct benefactor of Patrick Mahomes being as absurd as he is at times. You saw last Sunday that absolutely ridiculous play where Mahomes evaded multiple Buccaneer rushers and then just kind of, flicked the ball into the back of the end zone after linebacker started to converge on Mahomes. And sure enough, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was standing wide open in the back of the end zone. And so Edwards-Alaire, even though the, the five touchdowns are there, he is definitely a – at this point, if you can sell him for someone who's looking for a running back, this is the time to move him because I do like the way Pacheco runs better. Now, what he's capable of in the receiving game – We're going to have to wait to find out a little bit, see if he's utilized at all, to be honest, in the receiving game. Not sure if we're going to get our answer about that this year, especially because the Chiefs love the way Jarek McKinnon blocks in the backfield. Excuse me, easier said there than done. Um, But McKinnon is great at blitz pickup, so he's still going to be involved in the passing game. But Pacheco, I just think you see a guy who in that Chiefs offense can operate um, and give them a dimension that, you're, if it's just size, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not completely capable of. So, um, long way of saying, I really like Isaiah Pacheco, but don't start him just yet unless you're absolutely up against it and desperate. And in that that case, then maybe, just maybe, you can go ahead and use him. But um, I'm still using James McConnor 
based on the volume that I anticipate him getting. And, you know, if I mean, I think the what you're seeing with James Conner this year, the touchdown fall off, obviously, the Cardinals have struggled at times to get the ball into the end zone. And so and even still, when Kyler Murray's near the goal line, he's also an option to take off and run it there. So that's really hurt James Conner a little bit. But He's still the lead back, and when you know this is just a volume play for me. Um, tough matchup, but I still I'm using James Conner each and every time over Isaiah Pacheco rather than um, you know swing for the fences with the Kansas City back. Let's try Jordan, who's in Maryville. Jordan, good Sunday hey, morning uh, to you, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you been? Uh, I've I've been doing well. Can't can't good, complain. Good, good. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm, uh, I'm inside of a car wash, so if I got some feedback, I apologize. Okay, no worries. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so I got a, I have a flex issue. Um, before I, before I ask you, when I, when I set, set my lineups, I always trying to find a player that's going to give me has the potential to give me anywhere between 17 to 20 points. You know, that's my that's my goal. Yep. So my, my question is: Is DK Metcalf, Jeff Wilson? Ramondre Stevenson uh, or or uh, Josh or Josh Reynolds. Um, I'm, I'm leaning Metcalf because he has the you know the most talent and he has he has a you know uh, uh, the, the, the ability to have a have a, a weak winning uh, type uh, type game. So that's that's why I'm leaning leaning toward. But I was just wondering what you thought. Yeah. So no, those are great options. I, I'm definitely you know crossing Josh Reynolds right off the list because of the options you give me there. Um, he's not even in the same ballpark as Metcalf, Jeff Wilson, and Ramondre Stevenson. Boy, in PPR formats, it's hard to get away from a wide receiver number one, and that's clearly what you know D- DK Metcalf is. Jeff Wilson is, you know, he's intriguing enough um, because of the usage and because of the 49ers run game that Kyle Shanahan is just, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's such a genius when it comes to de- designing plays, but I can't. I can't really say I would use Jeff Wilson over Carolina. The when you you say you lay it out, I love the the way you're saying. Look, seven. I'm looking for 17 to 20 points in that flex spot. It makes sense, but I, I just don't think you know Jeff Wilson. He might score a touchdown or two. I can't predict who's going to score the touchdowns. Right. All I can do is kind of like look at it based on usage. And DK Metcalf is so explosive. Um, Geno Smith has looked very. Very strong this year so far in the early uh, early start for Seattle. They've got a pretty good matchup against New Orleans today. So I think you, I would use DK Metcalf, even though Wilson's intriguing. And Ramondre Stevenson, look, I do want to note, look, it's a great matchup against the Detroit Lions. Any running back against the Lions has been money this year. But he's just, you know, he's going to have to contend with Damian Harris um, and so Damien Harris is – I mean, it, that's almost a straight split still at this point, even though Stevenson's better in PPR formats. But I don't think you can go ahead and really use Stevenson at this point over those two other options in Wilson and Metcalf. I like DK Metcalf. I would uh, definitely use Metcalf there. Let's try Jeff, who's out in Lake Zurich this morning. Jeff, good to talk to another Jeff on the Fantasy Football good. Show. What's going on, yeah, man? Absolutely. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I've got a question about Kamara. I'm kind of a little gun-shy on him uh, as far as starting him, and I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on him, uh, between him, uh, James Robinson, and, and Chase Edmonds, and you know whether you think Kamara is actually going to be a go. 
So, and it's a PPR scoring, right, Jeff? Yes. Ah, man, it's tough. Um, Kamara, Edmonds, James Robinson. I, you know, this is about you. Do you want to play it safe, or do you want to, you know, Kamara's the guy um, without yeah. Michael Thomas too. I do think the Saints are going to have to use him, but James Robinson at this point looks like a like a pretty safe play. The problem is, even though he's not a bad pass catcher. You know, Travis Etienne is still in that backfield, and that's who—that's how Jacksonville's going to get him. His touches from time to time is through the short passing game. So, you know, I, I would probably— So if I need to pick two of those guys, which ones would you go oh, with? Oh, yeah, you know Robinson what, then Camara. Absolutely, that makes it easy. Now, I, look, I, Chase Edmonds is intriguing. Um, I like Mike McDaniel as a play caller as well for the Dolphins, but— Right now, you know, Raheem Mostert is definitely in the mix with Chase Edmonds. And, again, um, I, I don't feel, you know, with, with Teddy Bridgewater, um, I, I kind of want to see it a little more, too, with that muddled backfield. So I'd use definitely Kamara and Robinson over Chase Edmonds pretty easily, Jeff. All right. Well, what about – so then if I got a next a flex spot with uh, Curtis Samuel or Chase Edmonds, who would you go with? Um, I would definitely use Curtis Samuel today. I like the way Washington has gone out of their way to get him touches. And without Jahan Dotson, I do think yeah. um, Washington, you know, that, that's a good play. I like Curtis Samuel today. Excellent. All right, guys. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it as always. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go here on the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey and, of course, our friends at Twin Peaks. Get in now. Last chance. 312-332-3776. If you've got a fantasy football question, for me, Jeff Meller here on ESPN 1000. Early on in London, the Packers are on top of the Giants. Three to nothing, thanks to a Mason Crosby field goal. Aaron Rodgers with a couple of completions, but uh, only two for five with 32 yards. And AJ Dillon, a couple of carries for 12 yards there. Randall Cobb with the uh, big gainer, the 35-yard catch for the Packers to get them into field goal range. Saquon Barkley, a couple carries early, but uh, right now, very early on, three nothing Packers in London. Not a whole lot of scoring early in that one. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Fine Irish Whiskey. Thank you to them, as always, for being the presenting sponsor of the Fantasy Football Show. Last segment here, last chance for you, 312-332-3776. That is how Greg and Gurney jumped on in. Greg, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on, man? Uh, Not much. Got a PPR league question. Choice between Etienne Robertson Jr. or T. Higgins. So you need, uh, you said you need one of the PP, uh, one in PPR, ETN, one in PPR. James Robinson, right? Uh, James Robinson? Yeah. Um, no. th- th- this one's for me. It's uh, Robinson versus Higgins, Greg. And it is, that's a that's a tough call there because, you know, this is the previous call yeah. too had the James Robinson. I feel like Robinson is the safe player, right? Do you want those, you want to bank those, you know, 10 to 13, 14 points with Robinson that you feel good about? Or do you, do you want to, you know, swing for the fences with Higgins? Um, I think I would lean towards Higgins, but if you want the safety, Robinson's the play there. So, you know, I know it's, I kind of straddled the fence on you there, but it's, it's kind of, okay. do you feel like you're the underdog or do you, you like your position in the game and just kind of want to bank those points there? Underdog. 
Okay. Yeah. If you're the underdog, I'd go with uh, T. Higgins at this point, and uh, you know, okay. just use him. I think he's he's All got right, he's cool. got the bigger blow up potential for you. Let's okay. Go. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Let's go three one two three three two three seven seven six. Brandon is in Laporte. Hey, Brandon, what's going on, man? I got an interesting question. PPR. I got Najee Harris, Amara, and Jeff Bosa Jr. Pittsburgh's got a tough matchup against Buffalo this week. Najee Harris really hasn't been performing that good this year. Should I put Wilson in for him or not? Um, yeah, I think I would continue to use Jeff Wilson at this point, especially in the uh, the half point PPR because Wilson's not heavily involved in the passing game but when you reduce it by that half point it does I think make a difference and uh, slant it in Jeff Wilson's favor so I'd go ahead Brandon and use uh, Jeff Wilson over uh, the other options there let's go back to Dave give Dave and Elkhorn one last chance D- Dave what's going on man hey Jeff uh, I don't know what happened there no uh, worries I, I left I put Lazard in my lineup I need uh, uh, one of these two now Brandon Cooks or Kittle at a PPR today? Oh boy, I think I think I would use George Kittle, but you know th- this is tough. It's always a little bit. He hasn't really gotten involved, and I feel like uh, at some point here, Shanahan's going to go out of his way to get Kittle going. So I would use George Kittle. I don't love you know the Houston Texans. Still feel like they're limited to what they're capable offensively. So I'd use uh, George Kittle, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good weekend. You too, Dave. Thanks, as always, for the call. Let's try Joe, who's in Norwich. Joe, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on? Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm stuck with uh, Ramondre Stevenson or Najee Harris, and I can't decide which one to bench. Um, I'm leaning starting Stevenson. Yes. Just because the last call even said Harris has been struggling. And then I also, for a flex position, I can't decide between Chris Olave or Brandon Cooks. So I, I would definitely use Stevenson over Najee Harris because that Lions matchup is a great one. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's offense, even though I think Kenny Pickett is going to give you um, a little bit of a bump in Pittsburgh, I still want kind of want to see that one week. So I don't love, like you said, Najee Harris has not been um, nearly as good as he was last season. And the opportunities have not been there for him for the near the goal line. So I definitely use Ramondre Stevenson against Detroit, which whose run defense and entire defense has been awful. So take advantage of that. And then I'm sorry, for, uh, what was the other one, Joe? Uh, I had Chris Olave right now in my flex position, and I'm deciding trying to decide if I should start Brandon Cooks over him. So I would definitely think use Olave at this point because he is the biggest option for them in the passing offense, especially without Michael Thomas today. So I would use uh, Alave. Let's try Keith, who is in Bartlett. Keith, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Miller. What's up? Okay. Uh, flex question. Yep. If Kareem Hunt, Corey Davis or Gabe Davis? I like Kareem Hunt there, Keith. Uh, I just think the touches are going to be, you know, he's still good usually for 10 to 12 touches minimum. And, you know, as good as Nick Chubb has been, he's kind of reduced, obviously, Hunt's value a little bit this year. The other guys are too inconsistent for me to really trust them. So I'd go with Kareem Hunt, Keith. Not a problem. Thank you very much. Thank you for the call. All right, wrapping things up here on the Fantasy Football Show, presented by Telemardew Fine Irish Whiskey. Uh, another Jeff in Naperville. And I promise you, you don't go to the front of the line just because your name's Jeff. It just happens to be that we've had a few Jeffs on today. Jeff, what's going on, man? 
Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Ah, hey, it's I going love well. the name. So, you know, anytime I can get on is great. Hey, I got a couple of wide receivers in a PPR league. I got to choose between Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, um, Marquise Brown, and Elijah Moore, and I need two. So I'm definitely Mike Evans. You know, you got I think you have to use him each and every week. Certainly, the PPR format is not to his benefit as much, but I just, you know, the touchdowns, he's clearly their number one red zone threat, especially without Gronk this year. So I think you got to use Evans. Basically, set him, for, forget about it. He's set and forget in your lineup going forward. And then, boy, Marquise Brown has been such a huge focal point for Kyler Murray. I do, I, uh, I do like Christian Kirk, but I think it's Marquise Brown, what you've seen from him the last couple weeks. I'm, I, you got to keep him in the lineup in the PPR format, Jeff. Yeah, that sounds good. I was kind of leaning that way. I had Kirk in there, and I've been changing back and forth the last (laughs) couple days. Just can't wait that decision. Yeah. But uh, all right. Thanks a lot, Jeff. No problem. Thank you, Jeff, for the phone call. Uh, Quickly here as we wrap things up here, let's try it. Rob, who's in Mentino. What's up, Rob? Hey, how's it going, Jeff? I got got a couple for you. You got uh, Josh Jacobs or James Robinson. So – Boy, Josh Jacobs at this point, I think uh, we finally – I mean, it's a tough matchup, but I think if Vegas has any chance, right, uh, to go ahead and beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, they're going to have to rely heavily on Josh Jacobs. So I think what you saw last week, you know, he's going to be a focal point of their offense. He is he's, – he's, there's a reason why he was drafted in the first round, right? So even though Vegas didn't pick up his fifth-year option, that I think has more to do with running backs being paid than anything else. Um, I like James Robinson, but, boy, like Josh Jacobs, I think he has the potential to be a top-ten running back in fantasy football. So I would uh, keep using Josh Jacobs at this point, Rob. I can agree with that. And then I got a wide receiver tight end flex. I got Brandon Cooks, Scary Terry, or Darren Waller. And you need one or two of those? Just one. Yeah, so I'm saying let's I know it's been disappointing, but let's use McLaurin one more time because without Jahan Dotson, I think he is uh, a big beneficiary today as Washington plays the Titans at home. All right, folks, that's going to do it for me right now. Three um three one two three three two three seven seven six. Though, if you want to talk to Brian Hanley and Mark Xander, as Xander and Hanley are coming up next, I'll be back in an hour with your Bears pregame coverage as well. Thanks to Charlie Bevins and Justin back at the shop. I will talk to you soon here on ESPN One Thousand. You've been listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Should we go with the station ID or the slogan this week to end the show? I think I like the ID first, then the slogan. The Fantasy Show, every Sunday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.